0: Hello and welcome to Caught My Ear. This is a music podcast where two music-obsessed mates talk about the music they've been listening to, as well as a sprinkling of news topics.
1: You're listening to episode four. My name is Maddie. My name is Vivian. Um, and our first topic of news, yes. we'll to Vivian. What have you got for us? So, the first news story we'll be
0: talking about today uh, is about Chris Cornell from the popular grunge band Soundgarden and uh it's you know it's it's a sort of happy uh twist on um on a sad sort of story but uh so this is coming from Rainier Afnitos from Billboard and the title is Chris Cornell fan signed petition to name black hole after him so it says just two days after astronomers released the first ever photograph of a black hole Chris Cornell fans have banded together to get the space phenomena named after the singer. So one fan launched a change.org petition to use the black hole to honour Cornell and his famous song, Black Hole Sun. So she says in the petition, For this reason and the impact Chris Cornell had in the lives of so many and music itself, I Ask NASA, the Event Horizon Telescope Collaboration, and all the astronomers involved in this discovery to name this black hole after Chris Cornell. What do you think, Maddie?
1: I think it's hilarious, first of all. It's so
0: funny, but it's so good. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Definitely.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's so interesting that uh, music... Fans find a way to just, you know, take something that's happening in pop culture, like, you know, it was the first ever photograph of a black yeah, hole. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, Chris, you know Connell. what that reminds me of? Black <laughs> hole sun. <song>. Son. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it'd, it'd be pretty cool if. I mean, I don't think it'll happen. Look, let's
1: be honest, I don't think NASA are going to name the bike hole Chris <laughs> no, Cornell. No, But it would be pretty cool to honour him Uh I hope they way. acknowledge it. Yeah. I hope NASA yeah. go look really... Think the name's a cool idea. However, it, yeah, it's, it's not. going to be named some random. Yeah, whatever.
0: yeah. It's so cool though. I think it's a really sort of wholesome
1: story as well. Yeah, especially after like all of the memes that we've been seeing of the black hole. Have you seen yeah, some? yeah. Hilarious. I cannot get over it. Such a such a
0: weird phenomenon. We have to
1: meme everything, don't we? We do.
0: It's a meme culture. We live. We in, live Maddie. in a meme culture.
1: <laughs> 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 um.
0: But yes. Uh, speaking of our culture Maddie what's the next news story all
1: right so let's get this out of the way Coachella is happening (laughs) we We are aware of this (laughs) we are very aware that Coachella is now on so I have a story from Coachella it is written by Tatiana Kirasano from Billboard and the title is inside Coachella's first ever augmented reality equipped stage Uh, so Um, basically the concept is that they have a stage at Coachella Mm
0: -hmm. where you
1: can use this app called the Coachella Camera. Yes. And you can see, like, I think it's space-themed, like there's spaceships and all the rest of it. Um, and you can, like, look through and see all of these weird things through your phone as, like, an augmented reality. So is it while you're... Watching, yeah. An so act? while you're watching the act in front of you, it's at the Sahara tent, I believe. Mm-hmm. And so it says AR, computer-generated images superimposed onto real-world environments through an app or headset. So it's basically, and it changes depending on the music that you're listening mm-hmm. to as well. And you can swipe through all of these filters and stuff. Okay. So yeah, very That's so interesting. interesting. Yeah, it's very weird. I think it's like. It's obviously very cool mm. and like a step in towards, you know, the technologically the digital advanced future. digital future of, you know, yeah, yeah music and how we experience, you know, concerts and things. But I don't know how I feel about it personally, mm. because I feel like when I go to a concert, I want to be, you know, watching present the artist. I want to be like, you know, in the moment, mm. like... Exploring, you know, the feeling around me and the yeah. vibe of all the people yeah. there, rather than like lifting up my phone and having yeah. a look at the weird, cool spaceships that are supposedly yeah. above me. I don't know. That's just my I
0: think it l- take on it. Yeah, I think it also links to the argument that people have at when uh, people record concerts. Exactly, it's the same um, type of
1: thing, isn't
0: it? It's yeah. It's such an interesting thing. At the you know, it's sort of like on one hand, you can't really you know, deny it because we're surrounded by the internet yeah. and technology and whatever. But, you know, on the other hand, it's like, well, how can you fully immerse yourself in the concert or in, you know, the show if, you know, you're looking through a phone? So I guess it's just down to personal preference. But yeah, I think the AR thing is interesting. It'd be cool I think it would be cooler if it was like something to do with the artists themselves.
1: Yeah, because it mentions in the article um, that Eminem started it. Mm. Um, Where is it? I'll find it. Hold on. Yeah, so he debuted a custom augmented reality app that allowed fans to be virtually showered by a plate of mum's spaghetti. I died when I read that. Oh, my gosh. Mom's spaghetti. (laughs) Yeah, Literally. So I thought that was hilarious. See,
0: that that I think is really cool because then it's like, okay, I'm utilising technology. And it's tailored. To the artist. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, okay, this is a part of the experience I want the fans to listen to and be a part of. You know, it's not just like some random... AR thing, yeah. Mom Spaghetti,
1: yeah. I couldn't do that. <laughs> oh, that's so yeah. funny. So we'll see if it goes. You know, I think it should go towards that way where you, you know, tailor it to mm. different artists. But I feel like it. I might. guess it might be a bit. It would be difficult. Um, yeah, a bit difficult at this stage, especially it's something like such an event, so as huge, Coachella, so and, many
0: artists. Yeah. Yeah,
1: it's a bit excessive, but mm. yeah.
0: Yes. So. Yeah. Uh, the last news story we're talking about today is about AC/DC, so iconic rock band. AC/DC, gotta love them from Australia. Don't know why I said it like that, but you know,
1: <laughs> um, spice it up. Yeah, you?
0: exactly. So this is coming from Laura English from Music Feeds, and it says AC/DC have been recording new music. According to their sound engineer. (laughs) Oh, so not straight from the source, but... No, but sort of, you know... Somewhat credible, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. So, this is what it says. For some time now, there's been speculations that renowned Aussie band ACDC have been working on a new record. Now, according to the band's sound engineer, they've been back in the studio... The rumours started after vocalist Brian Johnson was photographed with drummer Phil Rudd and Stevie and Angus Young outside of Vancouver's Warehouse Studios. So, I mean, cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, I, I love ACDC. I, they're iconic, like I said before. And I, I, I truly think they just, they're they represent australia. Oh, yeah. 100% to they the should rest be on our world. coat of arms, let's oh, be honest. Oh, of course. Of course. <laughs> um but yeah, I think you know, I think it's really really cool how uh, they're just still going strong, you know, their last yeah, album. Yeah, absolutely. Their last album came out in 2014, Rock or Bust, which was it was a good, you know, album, but again, I think it goes back to the argument that we always come back to is like when
1: when is when should you stop? Yeah, yeah. Because you know, if you're still putting out good music that everyone's enjoying, I guess what's mm, you know what's the, the, the harm exactly. in that? You're still enjoying yourself. Yeah, and exactly,
0: a hundred percent. Um, but yeah, I think I think it'll be interesting. Again, um, I think ACDC have a sort of formula uh, in terms of their music. It's very yeah. um formulaic in a way, and I wonder if they're still going to go that way, if they're going to experiment. I don't think they'll ex-
1: be experimental. I, yeah, but. I have a feeling it's probably not going to, they're not going to stray too much from what yeah. they're used to. Yeah, so um, yeah. But it'd be good to get some more Akadaka in our lives, I akka-dakka. think.
0: Akadaka. yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, So yes, that brings us to the end of our news segment. Now we're heading into our song of the week, but before we talk about that, Um, We encourage all our listeners to pause the podcast, go to the description, and listen to either the YouTube or Spotify playlist, which includes all of our songs that we're
1: going to talk about this week. Just so you're not completely confused about what we're talking about. All right. So I'll start it off with my song of the week. It is What You Said by Leon. Now, Mm -hmm. I have recently become um, very very obsessed with leon she is a swedish singer Mm -hmm. um and she's just released her debut album um in march yes and this song what you said is off that one um it's a self-titled album called leon and she's released like a number of eps previous to this but this is her first Mm. like full-length studio album now this song what you said it's very stripped and empty Mm. it's very um like, the rhythmic backing in it is, like, driven by just these, like, block piano chords. Mm-hmm. There's not much else around it, but her voice just is incredible. It just mm. cuts through everything. And yeah. Like, the thing that I noticed is that she's very good at controlling, um, like, her switch between her registers. Like, mm. the melody in this song is sat around the break. Yeah, between her chest voice and her head voice and you can tell because of all of the cracks and stuff that you hear but like there's a difference I think between like noticeably having a crack and it not being good yeah yeah whereas like you know how to do it stylistically and this is what she does so well it's this stylistic like flick between you know head and chest Mm. it's just oh it just gets me every time I love it But um, it's really, it's kind of a very sad song. Um, Mm. Some of the lyrics that I love, like the chorus is like, give me something to like, that's real to make me feel loved again. Like, you know, when you like stop (laughs) and think about that lyric, you're just like, Oh, Oh my God. Really sad. But it's such a gorgeous, beautiful song. I love her vocals. Mm. Listen to the entire album, please, because Mm. I love it. She's got not all of her songs are sad. There's (laughs) so many like upbeat, boppy ones that will get you dancing. Yeah. So good. But yeah, her voice is incredible. And I absolutely love what you said.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I have a question for you, Maddie. Yes. Hit me. You said before that, you know, the, there's a definite difference between, you know, um, going between head and ch- uh, your yeah. chest and your head voice, head voice. Yep. Um, and it being not good.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but then you can sort of
0: tell when it's a stylistic choice. Yeah. How, how do you think you can distinguish that?
1: I think the thing is, is, like, a lot of it comes down to vocal control. Like, mm. and you can tell... Um, so if you're wondering why I'm so obsessed over this, it's because <laughs> I'm like, I'm a choir person. Yeah. And a lot of our stuff is, you know, it's, we've told a lot to make, there's like no change mm. between, like mm-hmm. it needs to be seamless. Type yes. thing, Which is also really good. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, it comes down to preference, but I think the difference between someone who does it well and someone who doesn't do it well mm. is like, it fits in with, the style of the song right and okay. also like for me breath control is a huge thing mm-hmm. and you can tell that she just like cuz it's just like the tone of her voice It's really pure and the way that she like flicks up. It's Mm. just like a stylistic type thing. So
0: And she's in control, like Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: She knows that she's doing it and she Mm -hmm. does it well every single time. Like it's not like a one off thing that she's like accidentally done. Yeah. Like it's in every single chorus when she does it and Mm -hmm. it's done the same Mm. every time. Type thing. Yeah. But that it's also, you know subjective and personal preference. So, you know, whatever. Some people may hate that. Yeah, part of her voice. I think it's cool. Like, I think you know, it's
0: beautiful for sure.
1: Completely up to you. Yeah, have a listen to the song and let me know what you think because yes. that's just what I. So yeah. Okay. Song of the week for you, Vivian. What have you got?
0: Uh, my song of the week is "Mother Tongue" by Bring Me the Horizon. Um, so they are, you know, a very popular. I'll say. Metalcore slash. Alt rock band because <laughs> they they've really sort of um, evolved as as they've grown as a group but they're from England and they released their new album Ammo this year in January and this is coming from that album so it's not new but um, I've been listening to this album on repeat since it came out but this week especially I I really started listening to Mother Tongue and it's such a good it's such a good song. So I was
1: shocked when you played <laughs> it to me. I was not expecting it.
0: Yeah, because yeah, look, they they have a you know a stereotype attached to them, and their earlier stuff is very sort of metal and hardcore and heavy, but they really uh like their last two albums, including Ammo, they've just sort of evolved, and that's mainly due to uh, the lead singer Ollie Sykes. His voice has slowly become damaged after time uh you know with screaming and everything so they've really sort of mellowed a bit but I think it's for the better so yeah so what kind
1: of vibe have we got for this so
0: this song it's it's a love song and um they he talks about you know in the chorus he he sings don't say you love me fala ammo which means I love so he talks about how you don't have to say it. Just show me. Just show me that you love me and I'll know. It's basically um, what he talks about. And it's yeah. really such an interesting sort of thing because this, the album's called Ammo. So when yeah, says, I was
1: going to say that's a cool comparison there.
0: Yeah, so it's really cool um, that sort of, uh, you know, link there. But, yeah, in terms of instrumentation, it's really, if anything, it's it's a little bit on the pop side. So, like, you know... Um, in the, in the verse, it's led by this really sort of light piano. And then in the chorus, that's when the you know the drums kick in yeah. and the guitars. And, and it's, that heavier sort of stuff. Yeah, the heavier sort of yeah. elements. But um, I just love when it gets to the chorus when he just sings with so much power and emotion. And, you know, I'm a sucker for love songs. Oh, yeah. As we all are. <laughs> so, you know... Um, the lyrics, like, I just, I, I identify with them so much, because, uh, it's not just your typical sort of, like, uh, you
1: know,
0: uh, you don't have to say you love me, like, it's all good, like, I can feel it, like, you know, sort of, like, a typical yeah, sort of, pop, like, bouncing like, around it. Yeah, yeah, whereas, like, you know, he's he's literally saying, like, don't say it, like, you know, just show me, and, yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. Like it's it's such a it's a little bit of a random choice for me because it's not exactly like a new song. But um, yeah, I love them and this album. I highly recommend. I highly recommend everyone listen to it. Uh, I was so sad. They were in Brisbane last week. Maddie and I didn't get to go.
1: <laughs> that is so depressing.
0: But it's okay. Next time, hopefully, when it, when they come back to Australia, I can yeah. go. But um,
1: fingers crossed for you.
0: Yes. Fing, <laughs> fing- fingers crossed. I get to see Bring Me the Horizon live at yeah. some point. <laughs> some point in your life.
1: Yes. Before his voice actually dies. Yeah. Please. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. Yes. All right. Under a rock time, Vivian.
0: Yes. So. Under a Rock. Um, so, my song for Under a Rock this week, also random. <laughs> also so very random. Um, so, it's Hurricanes by Dido. So, Dido is a sort of... She's a pop singer from the UK, but she's so popular. And she's, I think, one of the mo- top-selling artists from there. No way. Yeah. I didn't realise
1: she was that.
0: Yeah, she's so big over there. And she's actually quite well, I would say not so much now, but 20 years ago she was yeah. big here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But she's been around for a long time and some would know her from her songs Thank You and White Flag. Uh, she's got that really sort of distinct um,
1: yeah.
0: voice in you those songs. You can
1: tell it her as soon as she opens her mouth.
0: Exactly, yeah. Um, but this song, so... I um, When I heard this song, I wasn't expecting much because I don't listen to her music. So... As soon as I heard it, it starts with just this acoustic guitar and her voice and that's it throughout the entire song. And it's really empty. And towards the end of the song, you know, there's some sort of um, ethereal, like, uh, guitar slides towards the end to sort of build up the song. But apart from that, it's very empty and it's spacious. And it's it just caught me by surprise because I was like, oh, I would listen to this. (laughs) (laughs)
1: You <laughs> weren't expecting that you'd be no, the to die no.
0: 2019. Well, that's the thing, because I think uh, one of the sort of uh, thoughts I had was, oh, you know, she's been around for a while. I don't really know what kind of vibe she has now compared to, you know, those other yeah, songs I yeah. mentioned before. But it's so beautiful. And um, I listened to the rest of uh, the album and it, you know it's very much along that line of she it's just the sole focus is on her voice
1: right right
0: um there's it's very sort of um sparse in terms of the instrumentation but yeah um really interesting choice for me this week absolutely
1: i was not prepared and when you <laughs> when you played me this song i didn't know how to feel either yeah. like it's so it takes you so like by surprise yeah. so much and I felt like I didn't want to talk over it. Yeah, like I just wanted to whisper. It's like and just oh. like close my eyes and not do anything and just listen to this song because mm. it's because you're right. It's just so empty and there's it's nothing so there empty. and you've got yeah. to like listen really hard for mm, it. Exactly. Yeah, it makes you work for it. But um, <laughs> no, it's just so gorgeous.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um. But.
1: Yeah, so that's my Under a Rock. What about you, Maddie? My Under a Rock is, I hope I'm pronouncing this right, it's an American artist called Rebel. Yes. And um, I stumbled across a couple of his songs, like, late last year. Mm -hmm. And I didn't really think much of it. I was like, oh, this is, like, a cool one-off type thing. Didn't really go much into it. And then um, this song called Love to Love You came up in my spotify rotation and it's very very groovy very bouncy Mm -hmm. um upbeat love it um the thing that i love though about his voice is again i am a sucker for (laughs) falsettos yes give me falsetto any day and you'll win me over but it's just so like he's got like a almost like raspy yeah, upper register, yeah. which is so cool, and I love it. But um, I went digging, because I didn't know who he was or, mm. you know, mm. what had happened. He hasn't released any, like, the only studio album that he's released is all live songs. It sounds mm-hmm. like a whole concert that he's like kind of recorded. Album. Yeah, like a yeah. live album. Yeah. And all the rest have been, like, EPs and singles. hmm And... The ones that I really like are um he did a collaboration with Marshmallow called Ritual oh which is really cool but Didn't he also like. has a version on um one of his EPs of Ritual that's just him mm. and it's not like any it's of the, not like the electronic EDM. backing yeah. which is gorgeous mm. I much prefer that version to the Marshmallow collab okay. so definitely listen to that one and then Bloodstain oh, that yeah. one's really sad but it's gorgeous Sounds the live sad. <laughs> I love sad songs I yeah, me yeah. Too. Me too. <laughs> but the live the live version of Bloodstain on that live oh, album yeah. is glorious mm. so what's the vibe with this song so um basically it's like it's not depressing it's a happy one mm-hmm. like an upbeat yeah um there's a lot of like groovy sort of guitar yeah th- through it yeah the guitar is amazing it's so good love it so so cool the one thing that, because he's my under a rock because I didn't understand how, like, yeah ingrained in music he was. Because yeah. I went digging and I saw all of his songwriting credits mm-hmm. for other songs right. that he's helped write. And you've got artists, like, Australian artists like Conrad Sewell and Wafia and all of that. And then you've got... He's written for Kesha. Yeah. And Adam Lambert. Yeah. And... Pentatonix. Pentatonix. Like, and the Backstreet Boys, even. That's so weird. Like, one of their new
0: songs. Such a diverse range of artists. So
1: insane. So I was very shocked to find that up about him. Um. But, Yeah. yeah, very cool vocal tone. Love it. Um.
0: He kind of reminds me um, when I when you play the song for me, his voice reminded me of uh, you know the band uh, Portugal the Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The lead singer from that band, like his voice, kind of reminded me. Okay. Of his voice, yeah, and um, in their, like popular song, feel it still. Like I don't know, I just sort of. It took me there for some reason.
1: I yeah, think it's because of
0: that raspiness. Yeah,
1: it's not like... A, he doesn't have, like, a unique, interesting voice, yeah. I'd say. But it's definitely... A good voice. Yeah, like, it's good and it's... Like, it's unique to him. Yeah, thing. Like, yeah, if you yeah. hear it, you like, oh, yeah, no, I know mm. who that is, type yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, Sort of similar to Dido. Not as, like, prominent as yeah. her voice, but yeah similar thing Mm. but yeah very interested in interesting his stuff so yeah um we're up to caught my ear Mm -hmm. now yes and i have an interesting pick for you this week i'm excited (laughs) (laughs) so um it's from this band called reliably bad now i'd never heard of them such a cool name though i know very cool because their little description is like it's like a jar of Peanut butter or something. I don't know. It's oh weird. really yeah reliable. I don't know. <laughs> That's so On funny. like the bio on like Bandcamp or oh, something. Oh right, yeah, yeah. Um, but <laughs> I went. Yeah, I I needed to like look up who they were, and they're an eight-piece band from America. That's so cool. And I think they play around colleges and stuff. They don't have too many songs out. They've got like a three singles and like one EP or something. Mm. But they are a funk pop band, mm. and they have a horn section. And like yes, and a proper a proper horn section. section like a trombone, <laughs> sax, and a trumpet. Yeah, like three different brass exactly. instruments. We're talking about yeah, but um yeah, so their song, the one that I'm mm-hmm. um caught your to, ear. Yeah, the one that caught my ear. There you go. Thank you for that. <laughs> um, it's called "If You Feel the Way I Do," and. The first thing that hits you, I was not expecting it at all. It's basically, the horn section is so prominent throughout this song. Yeah. And the intro is, like, very much centred on the horns. Mm. And when I heard it, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm being transported back. <laughs> like, where has this song come from? And yeah. then... I you know cuz they were only the band was only formed last year.
0: Mm. So
1: that's why they haven't got too many so they're very like, things out they're very new very new on the scene. Mm. Um and yeah it's just this like really cool horn riff that mm. comes back in the breaks in between the verses and the chorus mm. and stuff. Um it's very cool and then the vocalist she has this very jazzy way of singing and there's this cool run like, it's, mm. like, a descending, like, it's almost, like, a descending scale, basically, yeah. at the end of this chorus. And it just, like, goes from, like, very, very high, like, all the way down to, like, the bottom of her range, like, yeah. so quickly. And it's so cool. Um, definitely a very cool vocal thing. But, yeah, it's, like, this upbeat, um, like, funk. Mm. Like, it almost reminds me of, like, big band stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's, when you
0: play the song for me, I was, I loved it so much, especially because it's so punchy and yeah that's the thing yeah for a band that just formed last year you really can't hear that through their music at all they seem so in control and you know when those horns come in it's just like it's just so tight and cohesive oh yeah it's it's so good especially when the vocals come in you really don't think they've just formed. And I'm guessing... Yeah, you know, which is
1: why I was so surprised that I'd never heard of yeah, them. I was like, yeah. who are these people? And then I looked them up and there's, yeah, it's this eight-piece mm. band from North Carolina or something. Yeah, that's And I was awesome. like, this is insane. This is so cool. I need more of this.
0: Yeah, especially because it's such a fun, like, fun twist on, you know, sort of the typical sort of pop genre trope of let's add one horn here in the chorus. <laughs> one sparse horn, yeah. one lonely horn. And that that will, you know, that will be our distinct, you know, unique thing in this
1: song. Well, or they'll just sample it and yeah. chop it up and it won't sound like a trumpet anymore It won't or sound something. anything <laughs> like a trumpet, exactly.
0: <laughs> but then you have a band like this who seems so in their element.
1: Oh, yeah. They're um, so solid, I think, in their genre. Yeah. And they know what they want to do. Yeah. And they have this vision and they're like... We know exactly how to execute it, and it's exactly. done so well.
0: And it's you know when you hear those like those punchy you know hits, it's like oh my gosh, like this is what we need. You know, yeah,
1: we need more of this. <laughs> need more horns. <laughs> I I'm gonna I'm gonna start a change.org position like <laughs> petition, and I'm gonna say that everyone has to have at least one horn section. Like. Yeah,
0: because it <laughs> it just makes all the difference, honestly. And it's such a you know it's under um. You know, it's, it's not utilised enough in music these days, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Personally. I think
1: I think the thing is, is because there's such a stigma around, like, jazz music. Yes. And it's like, oh, jazz music sucks. Like, mm. it's boring and blah, blah, blah. But no. That's, it's not, though. It's so, so... Int- like, I get sometimes, you know, like, the free jazz that's kind of just yeah. like... Solos that go for way too long, that type thing. You know, that's not for me. It is for some people, Mm -hmm. but jazz isn't just that. No, and especially funk and like brass instruments. They aren't Mm -hmm. boring. Yes, they're so so interesting and bright and like it just like this song. It just makes you want to dance. It's just so cool. Yes,
0: oh, I love it. They they blow they blow Bruno Mars out of the water. I refuse. I refuse for people to believe that Bruno Mars. Is uh you know definition of funk? No. I absolutely agree with you. Thank you.
1: <laughs> you n- it's not. He's no. a pop artist that puts some you know puts some horns and like, funk. Oh, this in is there. funk. Uptown funk sucks. Agreed. <laughs> I'm so over uptown funk. <laughs> Me I'm too. gonna rip my ears off. Okay. The reason that we hate uptown funk so much yes. is because we had to sing it in high school. We uh, way so too much.
0: Maddie and I were in a band together in high school. Um... <laughs> I played the guitar and she was a vocalist. And that was one of the songs that we did so many times. Every single
1: event. It's like, let's pull out Uptown <sighs> Funk. And yeah. I wanted to die inside. It was, yeah, well, not <laughs> fun. So yeah, Uptown Funk's probably, it was probably a good song, but we're over it. And yeah. We don't care Bruno anymore. Mars Every too. single time I hear the intro, I'm like... I get flashbacks Yes. Yeah, I'm triggered. like, I know, heavily triggered, very heavily triggered. So anyway, we yes. will, we'll leave yes. Bruno Mars in his lane. But Yes,
0: but anyway, uh, Reliably Bad, <laughs> that is the band, that is Maddie's.
1: Yes, uh, hit them up, yes. listen to their stuff. There's only, re- they've only got a couple of songs out, but yes. listen to them on repeat, give them some love, absolutely Definitely. love Reliably Bad. All right. So, caught my ear from you, Vivian. What have you got?
0: So, my caught my ear this week is Jack River Adolescent. So, it's her newest single. It actually just came out yesterday, literally yesterday. Oh, sweet. <laughs> so, <laughs> very um, fresh. Very Hot fresh. Off the press. Yes. So, I love Jack River. I love her so much. I think she's such an interesting um, artist coming from Australia at the moment because. She can be considered a pop artist, but I think she's so much more than that. 100%. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, this song, Adolescent, um, it's... It reminds me a lot of her uh, EP stuff. So Right, right. Um, last year she released her debut album, and it, it was a great album. I loved it, but uh, it was certainly more sort of pop-oriented. Whereas yep. their, her EP stuff grungy and her voice is really hard it's really hard to explain but as soon as you hear it you know it's her it's, mm. you know it seems to be a, uh, a thing i think we're talking about this week distinctive voices yeah <laughs> but um yeah as soon as you hear her voice you know it's her and this song adolescent it is it is so good it's so grungy um and it's really cool because just before actually as the chorus hits there's like this really cool guitar
1: riff oh it's so awesome it's so awesome
0: and as soon as you hear it it's like oh and then she starts singing to the chorus and then um when when she sings like the line adolescent it's just like it's just such a cool song you know yeah and um it, it reminds me a lot of sort of like 90s like the band
1: hole um, yep, and, yeah. and
0: garbage, like her voice and this song, it feels like,
1: um, it, it was sort of inspired by that kind yeah. of music. I was going to say, it seems very like teen angsty. Like, it is. Yeah. Very, yeah. It's
0: very sort of, it's a very angsty song and I, uh, yeah, I love it so much. And I hope her new stuff sort of continues down this, this, uh, road because,
1: um, you're loving the throwback.
0: Yeah, like, I, you? I, like, you know, I, I love grunge music and sort of those nineties bands love them. Um, so whenever I hear like an artist now, you know, use those sort of elements, it just I don't know, it just takes me back to when I was a kid. Yeah. And my mum would play like, you know, those songs on, you know, in the car we'd be driving and it's just like Oh, it's just such, like, a nostalgic feeling, and it makes me so happy, and
1: I hope, I hope she continues down this route, but yeah. Yeah, I have a question for you. Oh, gosh. So you said that, like, her older stuff Mm -hmm. is, you know, very akin to this new single. Yes. Why do you like that era, I should say, of her music as opposed to her more poppy-sounding stuff? Is it more of the nostalgia factor for you, or is it... Not
0: just that. I think... So her album that she released last year, uh, she most of the instrumentation was like acoustic guitars. Um, It was more heavily produced, I would okay. say. And for me, I don't think her voice suits that sort of genre. Like, okay, okay for example, she released a collaboration with Peking Duck right. earlier this year called Sugar. And it's like an EDM song. Yeah. It's it's a good song. I, I like the song, but if anything, it f- it it's it feels a little disjointed because yeah. her voice has that sort of grunge element. Mm-hmm. When you put it with a pop, you know, backing and instrumentation, it, you know, it's like a, it is subjective. But for me, it's like I, it just feels wrong. It doesn't fit. Yeah, yeah. it just. But when you and I feel like you hear that through her music as well, because when you hear her older stuff in this song, you feel like she's truly in her element. Yeah. okay. And she seems more confident. I don't know, like, this is just, you know, my thoughts, and, you know, of course everyone has a different opinion, but, um, yeah, I think that that's why, you know. Fair enough, fair She enough. seems more comfortable within this genre, so.
1: Yeah, I would say, like, when you played me the song, I yeah. was like, her voice definitely... Sound like it belongs here and it fits with especially that guitar riff Mm. that just rips through it was like oh yeah it just fits so well Everything like just meshes yeah yeah yeah
0: definitely so um yeah so that was uh my caught my ears so that brings us to the end of our podcast this week thank you so much for listening guys um we hope you enjoyed this episode Uh, You can check us out on Spotify, CastBox, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Blueberry. Um, I think we're also under review with Apple Podcasts. Yep, coming soon. Hopefully that'll be sorted. Um, That was such a lengthy process. Oh, don't even get me
1: started. (laughs) Uh, But yeah. We had some issues, but it's all good now. <laughs> yeah, it's hopefully. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> we will keep you updated. And speaking of keeping you updated, yes. check us out on our social medias. Um, they are all at Caught My EarPod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Yes. And let us know what you thought of the songs that we discussed this week. You know, give us a comment, you know, mm. slide into the DMs if yeah. you have to. Like, just let us know. We'd love your feedback. Yeah. And also song recommendations Mm, too mm. we always love new song recommendations um if you hadn't had a chance to look at our um our playlists down in the description we also put up our songs that we've been listening to up on our instagram stories so check out the highlights there and you can go and see past episodes Mm -hmm. but yeah keep us updated and um we'd love to hear new songs from you yeah um We'll see a new episode every Monday and that's it for this week. See you guys. See ya.